Hello and welcome to the last episode of Get Real Gaming in 2021. It's the show where we get real talking about the latest and greatest in video game news reviews and releases. I am your host, Richard, and with me, coming to you live from his new apartment again. And I am not there, sadly. So we're we're across the internet. It's Lawrence from across the way. Over the net. Hello. I'm dialing in now. I'm I'm on internet. You're on the internet, Lawrence. You're live on the internet. I'm on internet. Please yeah. do not swear. I am the internet now. Can I look at your browser history? No, no, you're on the internet, Lawrence. You're not, you oh, are I'm not on, the oh. internet. Mr. Internet is not present today, I'm afraid. Oh, well, that's um, mildly disappointed. But speaking, speaking of presents, did you have a nice Christmas, Lawrence? Did you have a good, a good time? Uh, it was a quiet one this year. How about oh, yeah? yourself? Uh, yeah, I had a pretty nice, pretty nice Christmas. Just spent it with family and stuff. So, yeah, just kept it, kept it local. We were gonna. My my family was gonna have a huge Boxing Day party, and we ended up cancelling that because we would have had like thirty family members all in one place. It's not very, not a good idea at this point oh, in time. So. Lord. We left it there, but we hope everyone listening had a lovely holiday. And of course, we're coming up to New Year's now, so um, there's that on the horizon. Do you have any plans for New Year's? Just going to go see some friends, uh, so it should be quite nice. Oh, so. some friends, eh? Yeah. You are, wait, you are friends outside me? <laughs> just How dare just you? the one, Lawrence. Uh, yeah, so what about you? Do you have any plans for New Year's? No, no plans at all. I'm on my own this year. You're on your own this year? I'm going to be sat. Yeah, I'm on my own this year. I'm not doing anything. I'm sure the boys that get real will will be around for something. I, I can assure no, that. I'm sure, I'm sure they're all busy getting drunk and I'll be sat here painting. We'll have to find out from them. From the from the mouths of them themselves. Them, them, their boys. Oh my God. So this uh, internet... Uh, situation. You currently still don't have internet, do you? So we're no. I we're could using be twenty. Data. I could be twenty-four hours out of time recording. So yes. I could have it before twenty twenty-two. That would be that very is such nice. a weird thing to say, by the way. Yeah, but in the meantime, uh, we hope that this episode comes across pretty fine anyway, because we're dealing with that. But other than that, um, Lawrence, what did you play yes. this week? Well, I've been playing quite a few games, actually, this week. Oh, you've probably playing a few few video games. Uh, I've been playing a few video games. Uh, I've been going on a nostalgia trip and Ooh. playing some Final Fantasy VII. The oh, original. The, the, oh, the original? The original Final Fantasy VII, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been playing through that, finally. Um, and I have also been trying out Tales of Arise, which won a Game Award. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. So, but Final Fantasy. Let's go there for a second. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, you play. So, were you playing that on PC or were you playing it on like your PS Five? I was playing it on the PlayStation Five. I was playing a PlayStation One with the power of PlayStation Five. Very good. Did it have RTX enabled? Wait, why are you playing Final Fantasy Seven, the original one, on a PS Five when you've got Final Fantasy Seven Intrigrade on the PS Five? Because, uh changes to the story because it's the original story and not oh, yes. spoil the remake but the remake has differences yeah and it's not the full thing is it it's it's only up to a certain point yeah it kind of stretches out everything in a way doesn't it i think it's, as far as i can tell it stretches out midgar which is like the first 20 minutes 
Yeah, into an entire game. Yeah. Um, so, but that's good. That's not a bad thing, but it's not the same as playing the original. Uh, the three no. disc special. Three disc special. What we'd say. Yeah, back when that was a bit crazy. Yes. Okay, and then Tales of Arise. What's this all about then? What's that? So it's part of the Tales series, which is a very long-standing RPG series. Um, okay. It's uh, anime-like art style. Okay. And uh, it's, it's a JRPG. And it's I've, I've always been skeptical of the Tales series. And now I'm actually playing it. I'm like, you know what? This is, this is pretty fun. Okay. So what? So what's? What do you find fun about it in terms of like gameplay um, and stuff like the, that? The story's interesting. Uh, it's about these these two um, planets. One which has got really high tech, and another one which is more like tribal and like high fantasy kind of world. Uh, and the high tech world have basically taken over the low fantasy world and used their people as slaves to harness magic. Um, okay, like elemental magic. And you play as this character called Iron Mask, and he okay. he's lost his memory. He doesn't know like he doesn't know his parents. He doesn't know his actual name, but he's just got he's just wearing this Iron Mask. Right, and, and uh, you go you go on this journey to save your 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 planet basically from the high tech people with the help of a uh, lady who can use magic from the high tech uh, planet. I can't remember the names right now. Okay. Uh, and I came in thinking, oh, it's going to be a turn-based RPG, you know, standard. It's not a turn-based RPG. It's an action it's not. RPG. Oh, so it's all real-time fighting and... Yeah. And, and, like, you have, like, these abilities which you can use and uh, different elements which affect, um, like, monsters and things like that. And it's pretty fun. It's, it's a fun little game. Awesome. So, I uh, so how far are you through that now? Do you think? Oh, I I think I'm more like the first, like first ten percent, if that. Right, right. So there's a good amount to go. So, awesome. Yeah. But a good. You see, that's the thing is like when you say JRPG and stuff, it's hard to know like what to expect out of it because it seems like that genre has a lot of similarities between games that can feel a bit stale after a while, like, you know, the JRPG style. Yeah. Like you said, that if it was turn-based or something. But it's nice that it, it at least does something unique and a bit different uh, that, that makes it feel more like something you want to spend a lot of time on, I suppose, is the only way I can really describe that. Yeah, it's it's definitely different, and different is good. Awesome. Anything else that you've been playing uh, this a week? Oh, I've been playing Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. Okay. Uh, sh- Pokemon Shine, Brilliant Pearl. Shining Pearl. Brilliant, brilliant Pearl. Shining Diamond. Yes. Shining Diamond. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um, That's it, exactly yeah, the right way around. Chilling. It is the right way around. I've just been chilling and vibing with it, really, and just you know, relaxing. Yeah. As best as I can without internet. I am slowly losing my mind. I I won't lie. Catching the Mons. Uh, Catching the Mons. I'm slowly losing my mind without internet. It is difficult. Is horrible, yeah. Because we go, oh, I'll just look that up. Oh wait, oh no. Right. Have so. you tried to play any games uh, using your your mobile data? I have. I have tried to play Final Fantasy fourteen because I've still not finished that expansion. Okay. And how did that go? Terribly. Brilliant. <laughs> not working <laughs> so, at all. Is so it? all you need? All you need to know. Terribly. The servers are that full. That busy, yeah. Can Still, everyone just, at this point, well, I suppose everyone's everyone off point, so. just log off. All right, let me go play Final Fantasy. Yeah, 
You rot all on. of you. Uh, anyway. So this yeah. week, Lawrence, I went onto the uh, eShop on the Switch to look for any of the oh, yes. crazy, because they've, they've got like a big end of year sale type, holiday sale type thing. And I found a game. Yes, yes. There was 99p called Cinemora oh, EX. Yeah. And it's basically Cinemora a um, side-scrolling space shooting game. Well, not really always space, but it's a shooting game, you know, like, but like one of those really difficult, um, I don't know what the actual term for it is. It's like you're constantly is on it like rails. A bullet hell game. Yeah, bullet hell. That's what I was thinking. It's like a bullet hell side scrolling. Uh, you're in a ship game. One of those. Oh yes. Um, but what is interesting about it is you have like abilities that you can use. Uh, with like kind of like a almost like a magic gauge, right? So you might I, I'm just calling it a magic gauge. It's not really. It has its own name or whatever. Um, but in the story mode, you start off with one that slows time down. So you can imagine you can imagine this coming into a bullet hell game. Um, how useful that really is because you're fighting a boss and the boss is sending like an endless wall of bullets out at you. And you can just be like, cool, slow down time. It's still a lot, but at least it's manageable now. A bit more, you know, than you, you know, if you didn't have it on, you'd probably die immediately. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was quite cool because it's not, I've never seen that before in a bullet hell style game uh, where there's just a million things flying at you at all times. And you have an actual ability to slow it down. And and because you can't do it endlessly, there's like a a meter of it that you have to build up in order to use it. Like you have to kind of collect like power ups and stuff. Like it's like extended time yeah. in doing in your ability. Um, so you, it's kind of a bit like it's well balanced in that respect. So you, so I just thought it was cool because there's other things as well. You can there's one that allows you to rewind time instead. So if you rewind get rewind time, yeah. So if you get hit in the bullet hell like mishmash of wall of bullets, you can just go back in time a bit instead. And then just try it again. Sounds a little bit like, like Max so Payne. I mean, it, I mean, it might, it might be like Max Payne, a bullet, a bullet hell style ship shooting, Max side Payne. scrolling Max Payne type game. It's cool. It reminds me a lot of other, other side scrolling bullet hell shooter games, but mm-hmm. um, shooty shoot games. Uh, but the, it's it's from left to right, not from down to up, which is what you. I think that kind of suits the switch aspect ratio a bit more. Yeah, um, I, I I never like the down to up. Uh, aspect ratio and bullet hells it always like threw me off for some reason yeah it's hard isn't it and there, there was mm. someone when when i used to play uh one called super Alest on the snes and that was fine because at the time you were playing on a square crt so yeah. you know that the aspect ratio is completely fine it wouldn't make a difference either way but when you're on a switch and everything's 16 by 9 um it reminded me a lot of a game that i used to play on my dad's old windows 98 machine and it was called Platypus, I think. And it was basically like a bullet hell uh, style. Windows 98. But but the graphics were amazing because it was literally all like stop motion uh, graphics and animations and stuff. Oh, wow. It was super interesting. Everything was like made out of Play-Doh. It was really cool. So for, for back then, that was really awesome. That was a really good game. So I've been playing that. and that, 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 that I mean, that, that sounds really awesome now. Yeah. And, and City Mora has like, um, you know just like an arcade mode as well and a time attack and score mode. So you don't have to just play the story. Um, but it looks like there's a lot of other things to unlock. I'd say for, for a quid, I'd say 
a, a good Quidsworth. That is that sounds like a very good Quidsworth. I also jumped into Super Mario Maker Two for a moment while I was on my Switch, yeah. and there are oh, so yeah. many there are so many courses now that um, are all like themed around like New Year, like all the the highest top rated courses are all just automatic ones that you just start and then it and then it just takes you for a ride and it's just chaos the entire way. There's it's literally like an a seizure warning oh. trippy inducing uh levels that are just flashing lights and sounds the entire time. But they're good though. They're good fun. <laughs> Speaking of seizure warning. Oh god. I was reminded of how bad shipment was on Call of Duty with Vanguard last night. While watching a YouTube video. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, so, oh this is because they added shipment into Vanguard, didn't they? Yeah, and it was horrible. And it still is horrible. And it's fire everywhere. There's frame drops on the PlayStation 5 and the PC. Yeah, don't play Vanguard. It's seizure warning. Anyway, back to Mario Maker. Yeah, back to Mario Maker. Um, of course, a very relevant game to Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, it's so similar, in fact. Well, yeah, it's because it's both very rage-inducing. <laughs> And then, and then that's pretty much it, really. I've, I've, I've not really done much else gaming wise this week. Um, so, but I, but I have just been, I have just downloaded the Metroid Dread demo, and I will be playing that uh, for next week. So I've been, I've been mm. trying to get, oh, I've been trying to get back into the Switch. We've been playing a bit of Minecraft. Um, I set up a server for Minecraft stuff. So oh yes, have, I still need to, I, when yeah. I get internet, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, we have a server now. It's a vanilla one, but it's 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 a uh, paper, so we can install plugins and shenanigans. So mm-hmm. we can do some bits. Um, I'm not gonna go overboard, but um, might add a few quality of life plugins to it. Yeah, Minecraft server is always good. I might even stream it. I don't know yet. I'm thinking on it. You'll 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 be more than welcome to. I'll tell you. Oh, thank now. you. Thank you, good sir. Okay, well, nothing came out this week, Lawrence, so let's skip over that, because it's the end of the year, and nobody really... It's the end of the year, year. nothing's coming out. Advanced Warsman's coming out this month, but it got delayed, as per usual. Well, that's a good thing, really, because nobody's going to be buying uh, Advanced Wars at this time of the year with all the sales, and, you know, new games have had their time now. It's it's time for rest, relaxation, sales... A reflection and top 10 lists, Lawrence, which is what we're talking about today uh, oh in no. our episode of Get Real Gaming. Oh, no. We're going to go through, instead of making our own lists of like the best games oh, of the thanks. year, we thought, thank God, I thought we could go through other people's lists and, and discuss what everyone's other opinions on games that came out this year are because everyone's lists are going to be different. Are you telling me that we're just going to plagiarize someone else's work and just make a mockery of it out of fair use? Uh, I mean, that's not how I'd put it, but we can certainly give that a go. Um, so, okay. I mean, the f- speaking of Switch uh, stuff, because we were just talking about Switch, the... Um, if you've just joined where's, us. Where's, if you just joined us. <laughs> yeah. So Nintendo, actually, uh, this morning, I think, or maybe last night, um, they revealed Japan's best-selling games on the Switch eShop for 2021. So this is less of a list that's like an opinionated list. This is like hard stats of what hard sold the most in Japan. scientific evidence from Nintendo this is scientific themselves. scientific ev- That's right. So so we have a top, I think it's, a, oh my God, it's a top 30 list, but we're not going to go all the way through 30. We'll do the top 10. What do you think was the number one game uh, in Japan on the Switch uh, this year, Lawrence. it's either Metro Dread, Skyward Sword, or Big Brain Academy. Okay, 
Well, you're wrong on all three counts. Would you like a fourth final guess? Yes, I would. Is it Pokemon? It isn't Pokemon. It's Monster oh. Hunter Rise, Lawrence. Oh, yeah, they're mad for Monster Hunter, aren't they? I think they are a bit. I mean, I, I, I'm a bit surprised by this, but yeah, it appears that they are just absolutely guzzling down all monsters and hunting to the top, right to the very top of that tree. Second place, Lawrence, yes. is Among Us, because Among Us this year had a, did very well, all things considered. Wasn't it a game from last year? From, it from was, yeah. And it just seems to have done well this year. So I mean, uh, the, 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 the dev team, I still think, is really small. I don't think they've added anyone to them yet. No, I think it's still only three of them or something that, yeah. um, that have worked on the game and then have added... Three. Three, New four things, of them. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be uh, good on them. I'm good. I'm totally, I think that's awesome. Um, and then number three is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. What's Pokemon Brilliant so, Diamond? Brilliant Diamond, Lawrence. I've, I've Pokemon only, Brilliant Diamond. I've only heard of Pokemon Shining Diamond. Oh, well, maybe it's a different Japanese version that's uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. localized. Yeah, we get the international something. edition. Yeah. Yeah. So number four was... A game called Momo Taro. Oh, sorry, I have butchered that. Momo Taro. Yeah. Momo Taro Dentetsu. Momo Taro Dentetsu. Domi Arigato, Mr. Roboto. It has a much longer name than that, but I'm going to stop right there. I've never heard of this game before. It sounds like a Japanese exclusive. Uh, So that's great. And number really? five was Pokemon Shining Pearl, Lawrence. There's the oh, Shining Pearl. There's the Shining localized Pearl. Thing. Here's one that will surprise you at number six, Lawrence. Yeah. Human Fall Flat. Oh. It does. It is a surprise. Oh, that is it? a bit of a surprise. It is, isn't it? What's How that doing there? That? I don't know. Is it even out? In, it must be out on, on our version. Well, well, Maybe. I don't know. Um, but it's certainly not in the top 10, I don't believe. I'm going to check our charts uh, now. Number six, uh, yeah, Human Fall Flat. Number seven was Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. So, oh. that yeah, that did very well this year. Um, and then we had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Minecraft at number nine, and Smash Bros at number 10. So there you go. Very good. That's That's the actual... Uh, statistical top 10 of, of Nintendo's mm. Japan-only charts, I suppose, at the eShop. Oh. Um, a pretty I mean, I, interesting lineup. It, it is an interesting lineup. I, I have managed to find the most concurrent players on Steam games. Uh, this oh, year. yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. So this, here's another yes. factual list. We're breaking down facts. Fa- facts. Here for the factual, facts. Factual list. Factual list. Do you okay. want to guess Bring. what was at number one? Uh, can you play Final Fantasy fourteen? No, you can't. On you can Steam, play on right? Steam, but it's not 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 on this list. Most concurrent players. Yes, was most concurrent it, players. Was it? Oh God, that's such a hard one to guess. Mm. It won't have been Infinite, will it? No, no, Infinite's on the Warframe? list, but it's not here. No, 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 not not Warframe. No, no, no. Black Desert. No. Okay, this is a tough one. Uh, it is a tough okay, one. Okay, give it to me. What? What? What is it? What's the answer? 
Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, of course it is. Yes, very. Do you want to guess number two? And this will surprise you. Um, number two, I'm going to guess. Oh God, was number two Battlefield? No. Okay, what was it? Number two is Counter Strike Global Offensive. Oh, obviously, it's a it's going to be something like that. Do you want to guess obviously. number three? Um, okay, let's think about this. Um, another game uh, was it Team Fortress Two? No, it won't be Team Fortress. <laughs> no, 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 Team Fortress. Is it something like Apex Legends or something? Apex Legends is fifth on this list. Okay, yeah. so Destiny Two then maybe. No. Oh, okay. Bring bring it on. What 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 is it? Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. You're kidding me, really? Oh, yeah. I suppose on launch, it, that makes sense, right? In terms of concurrent, everyone jumped on but ev- on launch. But ev- this is this year. This is the one that cracked the t- oh. two hundred thousand concurrent players this year. Oh my god! No way. Yeah, of course, there was so a sale and everyone the- bought it. Oh, and everyone bought it and everyone played it, right? played it and everyone liked it. It's mostly positive now. Yeah. What a cool, what a cool stat that is though to have. Some, some of the games that you might have heard of in this list, Apex Legends, who said this, uh, Valheim, Mm -hmm. PUBG, Battlegrounds, uh, New Mm -hmm. World, Rust. Okay. Yeah. New World. Uh, Halo Mm -hmm. Infinite and of course, Dota 2. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Dota's uh, Dota's will have been from like the TI or something, and it must have yeah. hyped the game, and then it gets a little boost um, as it as it usually does. I'm actually on Steam trying to find the chart, but I can't because the homepage is just full of this sale <laughs> thing, so I can no longer see like an actual <laughs> list of. I will send. I will send you the list. There you go. Of popular games. Top, oh, oh here we go. Top sellers of 2021. Right. Uh, this is what I was looking for. So. It isn't, it isn't, it looks like it's random. It's it's oh. random. It's based in platinum, gold, silver, and bronze, apparently. What does that even mean? Like it's, they, they ranked it in, in like, colour. Surprisingly, okay. Final Fantasy fourteen is in gold, not platinum. That is very surprising. Uh, then again, uh, everyone gets it from Square Enix now. Uh, yeah. The year's top 100 games as measured by gross revenue. Gross revenue. Ooh. Uh, Destiny 2, Counter Strike, Dota 2, Valheim, Naraka Blade Point. Uh, yeah, that's a strange one because that not that many, one. not that many people bought it. As far as I was aware, there was like a free beta weekend, but and it, not it, it is measured by gross revenue. So interesting. Battlefield 2042, Rainbow Six Siege, GTA 5, New World, Apex, PUBG, and Dead by Daylight are all in the platinum tier of Steam. Damn. I want to shout out uh, Valheim in, in these lists because, you know, they're tiny. I'm not sure how big the developers are, but they're it's like an indie game that's just blown up and done super well. Uh, developer Iron Gate AB, publisher Coffee Stain Publishing. I've never heard of either of these uh before this um i think coffee stain seemed to have published 
Satisfactory. So there's that. Uh, oh. Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, Sanctum Two. Uh, did they? Is this really? Did they really publish Goat Simulator? Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I would say that they're maybe not a not a indie indie publisher, like maybe double A publisher, I guess, at that at that level. But hmm. Iron Gate, uh, what have they done? Only Valheim. It's like their only game on Steam. So shout out to them for putting together such a cool ground, hit the ground running game oh, like Valheim. That's ground. awesome. Very hit the ground running. Yeah. So cool. Congratulations. Cool. Right. So Steam, we've covered it. We've, we've done covered it. Steam. Let's we've done it. Over. Let's let's move over move to on. Metacritic, Lawrence. Oh, the Metacritic place, have done the place a list. Which gives all the best reviews. Yes, but we're going to do it by user score, not by by Metacritic user score. score. Yes, so by we're Joe. going to look at the top the top ten games, uh, not of the last ninety days. Well, I suppose we could do of the last ninety days because uh, that's a fair representation of. But, that, but the that's last on, three months. But that's on the last ninety days. That's not the year we're doing of the yeah, year. Yeah, it's now. not. It's not the year, is it? Why, I can't I, even see. I, the, I have. The, I do have the top games by user score here. Yeah, but if you look in the filter, it says like ninety days, not. Oh, I, I don't. I don't have a filter. It just says top games by user score. Oh, wow! Oh, I have a filter. Hold on. Oh, I'm trying see, to see. Find... This is the issue. You you don't turn off your filter when we do this pod. You you really got to turn oh, off that filter. Get God, them spicy really... takes. One moment. One moment, everybody. I will find it. Technical difficulty. Play the music. <laughs> Tell you what. Let's let's do it the other way round then. <laughs> Screw it. We're going to go by Metascore, Lawrence. We're going to go oh, really do, into the day. Do we have to go Metascore? Because it's yes. pretty much exactly the same date-time structure. Listen, number one game from Metacritic this year was Disco Elysium, the final cut on PC. I, I would like to reject this list and just go by <laughs> user score, to which it is Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker. So, screw you, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, number two was the house in Fata Morgana. Never Dreams even heard of, of it. Of the Revenants edition, it got ninety six Metacritic score, and it's a Switch uh, game. So there you go, came out. In oh, April. of course, of course, of course. They what was the number Switch two? Game 90. What, were, what was number two in the uh, user score list? We can compare uh, Final Fantasy and Walker <laughs> again. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then number three this year was Tetris Effect Connected, which came out on the Switch apparently this year, and so now honestly, are they just be... are they just simping for the Switch? What is going on? These bloody journos. Yeah. you know what? You know what? These journalists aren't actual journalists; they're just simps for money, allegedly. Let's have... Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker um, is both seventh and eighth on this list, so. PlayStation 5 and PC version. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then yeah. we've got Forza Horizon 5 at number 6 and 9. But I've at got either side. I I've got like Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy at 4 and Dying Light pre Platinum Edition on the Switch on number 7. Wow. Some 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 truly great games from this year. Truly great but, games. I mean, we can I'm say really let's, let's, let's say so the best game is on number 3 of this list which is Cricket 2020. 
Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. The superior yeah. game, obviously. The superior game. Okay, Metacritic, your time is over. I've had enough. <laughs> we've, had, we've had enough of you now, Metacritic. We're, have you got a list? Have you got everything? a list in front of you? Do I have a list? I, have a, I do have, have a, you list. Got a list. I have a list oh, yes. of best games of 2021 from Den of Geek. And they are, they're twen- there's 20 on this list. 20. Oh my god, I 20 know. games! 20 games. I won't go in detail, but I'll just give a quick review of the first 20 to, to 10. Uh, number 20 yeah. is Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Yeah, that's a uh, good, number 19 that's a good is, shout. It is. Number 19 is Tales of Arise. Uh, yeah, oh, interesting, because yeah. you were, you've just started playing that. Uh, I have. Uh, number 18 is The Forgotten City, which is made by a dev team that... First started out by modding Skyrim. Oh, that's an interesting, uh, interesting way to to get. It. That's like Dota because Dota was a mod of uh, Warcraft. Yeah, you know? pretty much. Look at it now, yeah. eh? At uh, number seventeen, Resident Evil Village with Lady. That's a good shout. That is a very good shout. Funny how that's at seventeen because I would yeah. expect that to be higher on everyone's list for this year. Yeah, um, it seems Lady D can't hold the attention for long. Uh, number 16, no. it's Everhood. What? I've never heard of this. Never heard of it either, but it seems to be the same developer of Undertale. Oh, okay. So maybe a quirky indie game, new indie yeah, game or something? Yeah, seem, seems to be. Um, at least I think it's the developer of Undertale. Uh, it could be. It might just be inspired by it. Either way, number 15 is Loop Hero, which I've yet to play. Yep. A very, um, very well-received 2D uh, what would you even describe this game as, Loop Hero? Um, uh, 2D in uh, 2D roguelite deck building game. Yes, yeah, like an adventure game where you go around in 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 like turns with with different. The dungeon is getting built as you move around it, and you it have is. to equip to yourself every turn to deal with the next tile. That's kind of the best way to You've describe it. But good, check yeah. yourself before you wreck yourself. It's it's meant to be very good. I, I I do have it. I just haven't played it yet. But I do plan to play it. Yeah, it was free on the uh, Epic Games Store. Uh, Twelve days of whatever it games they're doing. Yes. Okay. Uh, number fourteen, we we have Death's Door. Oh yes, this is another rogue like game, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a classic Zelda by the way of Dark Souls. Yeah, this is a game that I really want to check out. Um, I haven't yet, so um, but I really do want to play it. At number 13, it's Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, okay. Can understand. The the number best 12, zoomies all year. Best zoomies. The n- number 12, it takes two. Okay, so this actually, it takes two, one game of the year of the, of the game of the year awards. So this person has a very different opinion on what games were better this year. I mean, I have a different opinion on it because it's like you need someone else to play it. If you don't have anyone else to play it, then you can't play it. Yep, agreed. So it's like... I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying it's interesting how yeah. like we're looking at all of these lists and it's just funny that, that everyone's lists are completely different. Oh, yeah. We'll just go to show that video games are opinionated. Oh, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? And I believe this game was on the Jingle Jam, but I could be wrong. Uh, Wildermuth. Okay. Uh, number 11. Yeah, it was, I believe. Um, I haven't played it yet, but I, I heard good things I, about I've it. S- I've seen people play it, and it looks a lot of fun, and I really, really want 
play it. <laughs> what is it? It's um, it's a um, it's, character-driven, it's, procedurally it's, generated tactical RPG, Lawrence. That's what it is. Yeah, I've just answered you, my own question. It, it's like an ad lib kind of thing, uh, but with video games. It looks really cool. It looks Paper Mario esque in terms of graphics. It, well, yeah, it definitely looks like one of our sessions of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, it's like indie storytelling RPG style it's very look yeah. very cool looking um yeah i will definitely be checking this out when i get some time to play and we finally are now at number 10 of this list. yes the top 10 um number 10 unsighted it's another zelda like adventure game with metro metroidvania elements that, and it's I'm really all about constantly it's all about apparently you're making difficult choices every step of the way oh difficult choices like difficult whether you're gonna choices. put on the left shoe on the right foot or the or the left shoe on the left foot, Lawrence? Where do you think it would go? I put it on my right hand, personally. That's it. You've passed the test. Agent, agent, agent of Chaos. As, as agent always. of Chaos. Well, that's, that's what's necessary to complete this mission, so... Yes. Um, you've done well. Uh, the country thanks you for your service, Lawrence. Where, when, when do we get paid? Oh, um... So it's it's one of those things that like you don't have a right to say no to. You, you it's kind of like jury duty. You just do it, right? Okay, okay, um, um sure, uh, yeah, okay. Hopefully, they uh, told you that before well, bagging and gagging you. And no, no, and no? I think no. It was very rude that they did that. Um, I, uh, I. <laughs> I would like insurance, please. Uh, and anyway, uh, probably anyway. should talk to a lawyer. Anyway, carry on. Off, off, <laughs> away that? from this storyline. Number nine yes. is a game that we know very well. It is Halo Infinite. Did they spe- specify whether it was campaign or multiplayer? Uh, no, they just said infinite. So both. Okay. Very yeah. good. Actually, they mentioned both. They mentioned the campaign and the multiplayer. So. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. At number eight, it's unpacking. I've I've heard this game like all over the shop. And apparently, it's meant to be very, very good. This this is what it said on this list. How many times have you been unpacking boxes and thought to yourself, "This is kind of like playing Tetris." There's a degree to which we've all tried to overcome the stress and occasional boredom of unpacking and by pretending that it's all part of some game. Unpacking taps into the gamification of that process, but it reminds us to use that all those items are so much more than burdens that we have to that that, that have to be squeezed into whatever free space is available. So it's uh, every item tells a story, and while we n- may not be defined by what we own, unpacking reminds us that there are at least some items that you can't callously squeeze into whatever free space will have it. So I, I guess there's a little story, but it's not like in your face. I don't know. I feel like I'm being maybe too harsh on it, but I just feel like this is a game you don't buy and put on a top game of the year. This is a game that goes on sale and you think it's really cool and quirky and you have fun with it, but... It sounds like... A game which you buy to do a YouTube video. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, I would agree. Because then you, you, or, you, or you open the box and you go, what's this? Oh, it's a it's a knife, but we're in the bedroom. So I, I, I better go to the kitchen with this 2D isometrically designed knife and put it in the kitchen drawer. Oh, and it, just, must, I, it must be Colonel Mustard in the living room. Oh, must be. Uh, I mean, it looks like a really nice game and stuff, and it looks cute, but I don't know whether I'd... I don't know if it's you know, worth you it. You know I'll, what? That, that I'll, I will buy it, and I will play it, and I will report back. Very good. Let's do that. Let's do that. At number seven, this is a reader's choice, and I agree with it, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Okay, yeah. So th- this was kind of like a, a, a comeback for the Marvel type game, I suppose, because this we had bad feelings over the Avengers game. Yes, and uh, everyone was wary, and it wasn't just Tony Stark dying. And yes, and uh, we were wary about them doing another game or another game being pushed of a similar looking. St- you know, style or whatever, but yeah, yeah, it seems to have delivered very well and, and, and kind of a lot of good story and yeah. They, I don't they, know what they, say they've about kind that. of, they kind of confirmed what everyone was thinking that the Avengers game should have been a single player game. Right. Yeah. Instead of pushing the live service. And, and I think that, that they've done very well. I mean, was it the same studio or a different studio that made Guardians of the Galaxy? I think it was a different studio. I could be wrong, though. Think, um, let me just no, double-check No, I think this. so, too. I think you're right, uh, but I don't know the studio's name. However, I feel no. like it restores a bit of faith uh, in the Marvel game world because Avengers was just like, oh, okay, anything they can do with Marvel, they'll push out to try and make some cash on the franchise and the characters, but... Guardians of the Galaxy really turned turned that opinion around and they made a fantastic game out of it from what everyone said. It is um, so the same developers. The same developers. So same developers. This really I is think, a... I think these guys worked on the story a story mode of Avengers. Okay, so very a big comeback for them in that yes. regard then. So no, number, nice. number six is a game I've not even heard of, but it looks fascinating. Uh, Chikori, A Colourful Tale. I feel like I've heard of this, uh, but I've never seen anything about it. Chikori yeah. Colorful Tale. Chikori Colorful yeah. Tale. Apparently it's like a coloring book game. Like you, like it's kind of like Okami, but with like, you, you, you color the world, I guess. It's it's on the Nintendo Switch and it's on Steam and PlayStation okay. 4 and, 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 and all those sorts of other consoles. Um, it's a nice. top-down adventure game in a coloring book world full of vibrant characters. Use painting powers to explore, solve puzzles, make friends, and draw in on anything. Oh, it's, yeah. it's creators on uh, from the creators of Wonder Song and Celeste. Lovely. We love we love yeah, Celeste. We do so like Celeste. Yeah. We know that it's got to be of some sort of quality. Yes, yeah, it's got to be some sort of caliber. Yes, indeed, indeed. indeed. Uh, going on to number five now, it's Metroid Dread. Oh, in the top five. Top five. In Metroid Dread. Um, I guess I can agree with this. Um, I, I wasn't... I, I, I'm a hit and miss on Metroid Dread. I, like, I wasn't really keen on it. Like, when I was playing it, it didn't feel right. It just didn't feel fun to play. Right. Um, I see. You know, I, I, I'm not really keen on Metroid games anyway. Sure. So I'm probably not the right audience for it. Oh, anyway, number four, Death Loop. This keeps coming back for some goddamn reason. Everyone <laughs> seems to really like Death Loop, and I don't oh, understand why. I think I yeah, need to play no it. Idea. I need to play it to understand why so many journalists and so many people are like, oh, Death Loop's so good. Like, maybe it is. Maybe it's awesome, and maybe, we've just missed out. Maybe it is awesome, but it's also really goddamn expensive. I think at this point, even if it was really good, you'd still be disappointed because of how hyped it has been throughout its its time this year. Yeah. To the point where we've been a bit sick of hearing about it. Not not only that, it's still like sixty quid. I don't have sixty quid to waste. Yeah. It's sixty pounds that won't live up to your new expectations. No, my my very big, large expectations. 
going on to number three is Inscription. I don't know this game. I, I've, I've never heard this game either, but Fascinator's number three. Um, beating out the infamous and loved Death Loop. It's a horror deck building video game created by a single man, literally a single man, Daniel Mulligan's Games. Okay. Uh, it's a black card based odyssey that blends the deck building role like escape room style puzzles and psychological horror into a blood lace smoothie. Fascinating. There's a demo. Interesting. Um, acquire a deck of woodland creatures, uh, creature cards by draft surgery and self mutilation. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> of course, this is a game that um, it's it, only Devolver uh, Digital could be publishing, and so surely it did. It's it's true. Yes, <laughs> this is a Devolver Digital. It all makes game. sense now. It does, of course. Yes, this is definitely a Devolver Digital game. And then on to number two, Psychonauts two. I've not used to play Psychonauts one. Yeah, this is a game that people said was under underrated this year. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently it was good for, and, and I, and I don't know whether that is down to people's nostalgia for Psychonauts, like the people who actually played Psychonauts 2, were they people who were yeah. all just like big fans of the original and Psychonauts fans. Ha- like, I wonder from, I wonder from a perspective of someone who's never played a Psychonauts game, what they thought about it. Cause, cause the, the people who did review it said amazing things, but they, it still managed to miss out on like five awards this year. And, uh, you know, yeah. it, was, it was nominated for and never won. So, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of, of, um, of Tim Schafer and his games. So I'll probably play Psychonauts 1 and then play Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Uh, well, you can point. do that because it's on Game Pass, I think. It is. It is indeed on Game Pass. There you go. Uh, number one, which I think is not possibly a good choice for number one, but we'll roll with it. It's it not what is, you choose. It's not what I'd choose, no. Mainly because it's an exclusive and not everyone's played it. It is a PlayStation 5 exclusive, also known as Returnal. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ratchet & Clank. Okay. Oh. No, th- no, that was at number 20. I've already said Ratchet & Clank. Oh, you've already said Ratchet & Clank. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we've just talked about so many games up to this point. Um, uh, okay, Returnal. Uh, was this like... what? You see, I, I obviously I didn't play Returnal. Okay, because... a, a, another another rogue like game. Um, right, it seems to be the in thing again. Roguelikes. Oh, this was the one with all the particle effect stuff going on. This yeah. is su- this was a super particle heavy game. Um, a very pretty game to play, even though it's set in like a really deep dark sci fi shooter world. Everything is particle based and very colorful and explosive and lots of things happening all the time i mean like i can see this person just thinking it was the best game that's fine i think yeah okay it's an exclusive and stuff um but as a visual experience probably really good lives up to uh lives up to next generation standards probably probably the only game apart from russian clank to live up to next generation standards but there we go yes very true yeah yeah but there you go. I think that that's. I mean, I can understand why it was picked. Is what is what I'm saying. It's a very, yeah. very aesthetically pleasing game to play. I think so. If it, if it wasn't so darn expensive, I might I might give it a go. But everything's so gosh darn expensive. Uh, that's the next generation for you, Lawrence. I think we, uh, even graphics uh, cards are still up up there at the 800 to 900 yeah. to 1000 range. For are we gonna have to start a Patreon and start exploiting all our listeners? 
Oh, nobody will bloody do that. Then. Nobody, nobody no, will do that. No, no, no. No one will do it. No. Oh. We're not the exploitative type. No. But if you do want to support us... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so whose list was that again? It was That was the Den of Geek. Den of Geek. They came up with a big list... Big, that big, was a big, big, big list. list. That was a big list, but okay. it was. But I'm very disappointed in them. Where's Final Fantasy? Are there any other lists that'll be worth taking? Um, oh, Time Magazine. Oh, let's look at Time. Yeah, let's look at the Time. time ma- I'm, I'm, I'm only going to go from the top five onwards because. Yes. Uh, number five was Hitman Three. Good choice. Good mm. game. Number four was Chikori. Okay, this is that other one we don't know. Yeah, number three was Holza, for Holza, Forza Horizon 5. Holza Horizon 5. Horizon 5, <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, wow. knockoff edition of Forza Horizon. That's another one I've never even heard of, yeah. I know. Uh, number two is Inscription. Seems to be very, very well done. Mm. And number one is Metroid Dread. Time Magazine has put Metroid Dread at number one. I mean, what what the hell did Time Magazine know about video game science? I mean, it is it's very true. I mean, they put I put they put the game of the year take two at number ten. Like, what do they know? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Where did they put Endwalker? And they Endwalker didn't exist apparently, according to them. <gasps> oh God, they don't play video games enough. Then they don't play they don't play video games if it's not in the list. If it's not on no, the list, you haven't played you haven't played it this year. There was one from Esquire which put the Elden Ring. Um, network beta test at number seven which i think is wrong <laughs> that is not a yeah. release kindly no, get really. stuffed i mean they didn't no. even they haven't even put in final fantasy endwalker in this list but they put lego star wars castaways ah i see this is the cat there's there's two types of gamers lawrence and they're the other type so these are just the non-gamers. Okay, these are the people which go. Oh, that's, what? What are the what are the children playing? This? Oh, they're very good. They look at Twitter and just pick random games. They don't actually play games. Maybe, yeah, yeah, possibly. Okay, well, look. Yeah. A- after all of that, we've we've had a lot of we've had a lot of lists here. But what did you think stood out to you this year oh, the most, Lawrence? For me, for me, game stuff. Um. What it's, surprised you this year? Probably the rise of Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, that definitely, definitely just took me, like, took me the developers and everyone by surprise because it, it mm-hmm. like, no one saw it coming. Uh, well, no, I suppose the 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 rise of fourteen and the downfall of World of Warcraft. I don't think anyone kind of saw that event coming at all. No, uh, yeah. And, you know, it's been a summer of 14 and it's really difficult to escape it. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, that, that, that's, that's probably the standout thing which happened this year for me. Now, what about yeah. yourself? What was the standout thing for you? Um, probably just, I think what stood out the most to me this year was just all the stuff going on with Blizzard, which is not yeah. necessarily a good thing, but definitely a lot. Of, it was like a really big shift, I think, and it took me by surprise, I oh, suppose yes. you would say. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I think just the way that I uh, ended up playing games changed a lot this year, and that surprised me a lot. Like, these days, like I think about how I play games and stuff, and 
you know, I'm picking up my Switch sometimes, trying to find new things to dabble into. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe I only have two or three games that I like to go to now more than others. Um, I do also think that, yeah, I think the indie titles this year have surprised me. I think we've had a lot of surprises out of things like Death Store. You know, obviously Inscription has made a big impression. Um, it Takes Two was sort of a... Would that be considered an, an indie game, I suppose? I mean, it's an indie development, but it's published by EA, so... Right. Okay, well, I don't know how far I can go with that then. But yeah, there's a lot of indie stuff that's that's more than usual, like Hades and stuff as well, right? We had Hades. Yeah. What was that last year? I can't remember. Oh, who knows these days? But anyway, a lot of indie stuff. A lot of indie stuff. Um, Do you know what else has surprised yeah, me this year? What's that? This podcast. Oh, it has. Oh, and, it's been a big surprise. And my Dungeons and Dragons campaign. I didn't think I'd have oh, to do that again. Oh, it's a big surprise. Everything's been a big surprise. It's been a big surprise. The fact that I'm back on the sticks on shooter games in Halo, that's a big yes, surprise. Yes, yes, that is a big surprise. And we're not playing Call of Duty anymore. That's a big surprise. That's a nice surprise. That is a nice surprise. Um, oh, damn, I would not be able to keep up with the way that Vanguard is now. No, and and I think that there's... I think more than anything, I've had my time kind of fought for more than ever this year. And and so I've become someone that's more like, oh, well, if we're going to get some time to play some games, I want it to be, I want that to be like a, a meaningful time. Like I, I feel like my time playing games is now more valuable than it used to be just on a personal level. Yeah. Um, I have to, I, I, there's so much now. And I think that all of the battle passes competing for your money which then makes you feel like you have to invest time into those games there's so many now that you have to really pick and choose what you're spending your time on yeah like i can think of like four games now that have battle passes that i would potentially be interested in in playing and i have to just i have to just stop and go well what am i actually interested in playing because normally i would have all this you know this fomo of like, oh, I, I, but I really want to get, I really want to get this battle pass and grind it out and stuff. And just as time's gone on, like, I miss a battle pass here or don't finish one there, and you just think, okay, well, you know, I just don't have time yeah. to sit and do all of this. It, consider, you know, considering that we're all at home more often than ever now, it's funny how we have less time than ever. That's very uh, true. Really. Yeah, that's very true. And I, I've so. kind of like attributed now to gaming is a lot more. Spending time with friends and and enjoying other people's company. Yeah, like I, I I've I've enjoyed playing Cards Against Humanity with all like our friends and, and all that, or or like D and D with with you and the Get Real Boys. Um, and that that for me is more gaming and, and meeting people on fourteen and not and all sorts. It's it's more of a social thing now than an actual like. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think because everybody is. You know, again, everyone is getting more busy and more responsibilities and stuff. So when we all want to hang out, we are mostly just playing a game or something now. Like yeah. that's how we spend time together now, and and so it's important that our time is spent in the right places. Yes, but we do have a list. We do have a list. We have we have, we have a list of things of activities. Oh, we came up with a yes. We um. We have a list. Off air, we came up with a list with the Get Real crew, um, the other podcast that does film and TV and 
and pop culture, pop culture news stuff that they've they've claimed is going to be back up and running. So I've already, we're shouting them out we, now, hoping we, that they're going we to We shall be... get onto them about that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think we're going to try and do some IRL activities IRL next activities. year. Does that mean we're going to have to start vlogging? Uh, uh, don't push your luck. Oh. Right. Okay. <laughs> but but I, I thought we could. I thought we were going to use the business money to get GoPros. Well. When we when when I see a dime of business money come in, Lawrence, maybe we'll consider it. Um, you know, fair point. That's a fair point. But we'll be doing some. Hopefully, we'll be doing some real life Mario Kart. Oh yes, we'll be doing some real life Call of Duty. We will be doing some real life Call of Duty. Yes. In the obviously in the form of paintballing or something. Paint, We're not paintballing be... or BBs or both. Um, what else did we put on the list, Lawrence? I can't remember. There's so many things. Pottery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose that is on the list of potential uh, things. Po- poker nights. Po- oh, a poker night. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got to do a poker night at some point. Games night. Oh. Uh, um, some more LAN parties. Oh, yes, more LAN parties. Right. Yes, big, big LAN parties. So moving into next year. Yes. What sort of games have you missed out on this year that maybe you'd like to to take a crack at next year? What, you mean like games that came out this year that I want to play next year? Yeah, or just like, you know, like, is there a genre of game you didn't spend a lot of time in that you've always been interested in or something that maybe you'll want to get, want to try out? Mm, well, I would like to try out Elden Ring. Okay, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, in terms of games coming out, I'm, you know, I'm interested in Final Fantasy and, and all that jazz, but there's just nothing that's kind of really grabbed me yet. I'm still waiting well, that, for That's fine. That's fine. That's also an answer. You're not, you're not planning on branching out. You like where you are. Yeah. You want to sit tight. I'm happy where I am. Oh, don't. I'll be doing another sync. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So actually what I was going to uh, say was the souls like slash roguelike genres. Yeah. I, I haven't, played or invested time into those really really uh, but i've always been super interested in dark souls and demon souls and Same, you know Elden yeah. rings obviously on its way but i've never i've never really owned a dark souls game or a demon souls game um or like Elden ring or anything i haven't really planned on purchasing it but i might delve into it and things like yeah we were talking about death's door um I would love to play like a Souls like game and just do a bit more like that next year, I suppose. Yeah, um, I would definitely like to play more Souls Souls games, like Souls like games. games. I yeah. think that's on my list of things to do. Yeah, really same. more than more than anything. Cool. Okay. Well, are we looking forward to anything in particular at the start of next year before we wrap up the show today? Uh, I, Is there anything I, coming I, I up am. we need to be aware of? I am. Yes, it's, and it's in January as well. Coming out. Um, okay. Let, let me get the January official releases. Yeah. Um, one of them is Advance Wars for the Switch, remake of Advance Wars, which I'm very, very oh. much looking forward to because I really enjoyed it uh, when it was on the okay. Game Boy Advance. What type of game is uh, is uh, Advance Wars? Is it's it a tactical? Tactical, yeah. It's like um, you get like this whole, like imagine XCOM, but like better and in like anime. Turn-based, turn-based fighting style stuff. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Okay. Upcoming releases 2022 in video games, which is I'm still getting used to saying 2021. I know it's bad, it's mad, isn't it? it? Is, I think Tunic is coming out in March, and I'm excited for Tunic. I will, Ooh. I think it's going to be coming on Game Pass, and that is my like, I'm going to be jumping on it straight away and giving it a go. Do you know what else is coming out in March? 
What's coming out in March? Grand Theft Auto Five for the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X. I hate that that is what's happening <laughs> at this point. More GTA Five. I mean, GTA it's fine. 5. It's fine. And and they've actually come. They've actually got a new bloody expansion, haven't they? Yeah, for the online. Oh my word! It's a it's a all hullabaloo GTA online. I'm I'm looking forward to Pokemon Legends Arceus in January. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 In February, the uh, I'm looking forward to the remaster of Life is Strange and Dying Light Two, and Horizon Forbidden West and Total War War uh, Total War Warhammer Three and Elden Ring and that's that's just okay. in February. Uh, yeah. In March, Gran Turismo Seven. Looking forward to that. Uh, and Tunic, like you said, I'm looking forward to that. I'm kind of on the fence about Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. I probably won't pick it up. But I'll probably just be like, what is this hell? Um, yeah. And Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, which I've been wanting to play since I've known it existed for many, many years. And then let's see what else is on the list. Uh, in May, Full Spoken looks pretty fun. I'll probably pick that one up. Okay. Uh, What's that? What's Forspoken? It is done by Luminous Productions, which is Square Enix. It is the same guys which did Final Fantasy XV. And it's a a brand new IP. We saw a gameplay of it, or a a, a trailer of it, uh, sometime, I think, at E3. Uh, The players, Frey, who is a young woman, transported from New York City to a fantasy build of Athia and uses magical powers to journey through it and survive in order to find her way home. Interesting. Mm. Uh, in August, Saints Row. I'll pick that one up because I, I like Saints Row. And November, okay. hopefully November, we'll get Starfield. Oh, goodness me, Starfield. Mm. And it's, so it's, it's It doesn't a, sound like there's a lot of Elden Ringy roguelike games in this list of things you've just been bringing well, up that, here, Lawrence. That, that, I'm going to have to call you out on that. That's just the games that we know are coming out next year. Okay, but you'll be looking back at, at, at other games... Yeah, like I mean, that had previously come out. There's, there's Harry Potter. There's a Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy, which I definitely want to play because I need that in my life. What, what, what kind of game is that? It is, that? It's a single player RPG. Interesting. But you Another... make your own character. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. that'll be interesting. Yeah, and then obviously we've got the Breath of the Wild sequel, hopefully coming out next year. Oh, hopefully, goodness. Uh, hopefully we'll get Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which looks like a fun open world of all the Lego Lego Star yeah. Wars games. There's, and there's still time. There's still time, Lawrence, for a Zelda Zelda collection. HD collection. Possibly yes, there. there is Prince yeah. of Persia: Sons of Time remake. Ooh, uh, Lord, Lord of the Rings: Gollum is coming out next year. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So many games. So many games. So many things on the horizon. On the horizon. Um, speaking of New Horizon, that's also a video game. It and is, on that it, note, I'll say thanks, Lawrence, for a fantastic year. Uh, being a co-host with me on this show it has been an absolute pleasure and an honor and will we be doing a uh end of the year quiz next week oh, or start of next year um, quiz, possibly do i don't know uh depends if i have it, depends if i have internet <laughs> yeah we'll have to find out what's happening we'll then. find out next um, week because it's not happening today no uh but we hope that you guys are going to have an amazing uh end of 2021 moving to 2022 um don't forget now that you can review the show on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify listener, please make sure you drop us a review and a shout out to all the Castbox listeners because I have noticed you 
a lot of people listening on Castbox. It's quite interesting. The hell is Castbox? Well, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, what the hell? Is, these are, this is who are you? It's, it's, who are you? It's like using Castbox? Let me take a look at this. Oh, it's a it's Hong Kong-based company. Oh. I mean, I don't know if anyone is listening from Hong Kong, but I know that people are using the app because you can get the app on your iPhone and stuff. And I, mean, I mean, if you are, hello. Uh, but I just wanted to say hi and uh, happy holidays. And yeah, we will uh, see you next year. So it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Lawrence, I suppose. You can yeah. give a goodbye. That, bye. I'm now being put back into the box that they put me in. I'm only yeah, out every Tuesday. back. For a good few days oh, until next week. It's it's um, it's dark in there and cold. Well, well, you should have asked for a light for Christmas. I, I might have put one in. I did. Where did you ask? I didn't get a message. Oh, the carrier pigeon might not have gave it to you. Well, if you're using carrier pigeon, then that's probably half the problem. Look, I'm in the dark first. ages back here, right? Christ. Oh, well, maybe I can sort one out for next year. Okay. We'll have to see. Bye for now. Bye. It was actually like we missed out quite a bit of news here, like with the riot and lawsuits and Final Fantasy 16 six months behind. But you know, it's it's not a time for bad news. Well, no, it's not time for bad news. Well, it's good news, I guess. But well, it's good. It's good. Good. Yeah. Good bad news. They, they, they can wait. They can wait. They can wait. These are all developing stories. These are developing stories. Stories will be developed. I mean, they've heard it now. If they're well, still heard, listening, well, if they're you know if they're listening Hot to headline. the listening to the fade to black of the YouTube video, yeah. <laughs>